Um, I, let's fine. make sure. I will survive. No, let me make sure. Okay, so be. my microphone's still coming through here, so that's the important part. Uh, and I'm the blue one, so there. That should be better. There you go. Nailed it. <sighs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> Oh, it's so much fun, guys! Let me say, hey Ray, welcome to the uh, welcome to the, uh, the 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 patron show. You're catching us live, and I think I'm hearing myself somewhere else, but I could just be hearing an echo in my own damn brain. It's funny how that works. Roger. <laughs> <laughs> and who's this person, Wanadian? Well, I guess we'll find out. Hi, Wanadian, you're new here, so I want to make sure that the, we know. Uh, are you? I mean, you wouldn't have got the link without being a patron, so I'm wondering. <laughs> I could be saying this, saying that it's completely wrong, by the way. So I mean, our, it could have got late, late. Like somebody could have. Who would have done such a thing? You terrible you bastards. On the patrons, it's Glenn. It is the first time I've ever actually been able to join you. Oh, hey, Glenn. Thanks for joining in. <laughs> Well, hello. 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 <laughs> uh, okay. You're going to have to give me just two seconds. Uh, I I need to take my breathing. I'm getting a headache for some reason. Nope. You are 100% fine. We're, we're live. The camera is set up, so I don't have to touch anything or mess with anything. So we should be good. so loud right now. Kitty, there, there you go, guys. You finally got your orzo fix. Everybody That's was worried. It's orzo. Hi, kitty. And so I just got to make sure I bring up the chat to make sure I can see what everybody's saying out there. Let me do that real quick. Oh man, who's been being picked on by YouTube? What's that? In Joe is muted. Felicia's oh. muted. Uh, is the muted thing all fixed, guys? Can everyone hear on Twitch? Just want to get a thumbs up or something like that. So let me. Let me know if it got fixed because I think that's what I fixed when I put the the microphone where it needed to be. It should be fine now. So, okay, yeah, we're all good now. Thanks, Irish or Swede, Irish Swede. Hi, <laughs> I think I said that like six times. Well, <laughs> sorry, I need a little bit of the magic Colombian elixir here. No, I'll have some. Uh, I'll have some libations here in a minute i just need to make sure everything's running smoothly before i let myself relax a little bit so <laughs> is that a coffee pot you're is that a coffee pot you're drinking out of i've thought about drinking out of the carafe once in a while that's a big bought, damn cup the, well, yeah the poor lip bought, thing kind of makes it pan but there were days especially last week where i was drinking out of that carafe <laughs> <laughs> got enough life all right Please. Hey, it looks like there's a slight delay with me, fella. Mm, you're coming through fine for me. Or are you talking about when you're when you're looking at what Zoom? I'm looking at Zoom. Yeah, and... don't pay attention to you on Zoom. That's that's. I know that's a bit hard to. It's going to be a bit delayed because it's going through okay. everything here. I just so wanted to make sure there was nothing else that was no make live. Fine. You guys look. Fine. You guys look just fine. But I know it's weird seeing yourself delayed on the video up there. So. Oh, okay. If you have to kill my self view or the view of me on there, by all means, do so. I don't. I don't know if you can though. Just put up a card on your screen and post it over so. my face. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's no way. What was that? But it's fine. Just ignore it. 
learn learn to look at yourself. Yeah, I I don't um, I I barely I look at the camera lens most of the time instead of anything else because I'm talking to the audience. Hi. <laughs> holy crap I, I always end up staring at like I, I end up looking at whoever's talking i wasn't even looking at me or uh joe in the window i look at you when you're talking like i <laughs> and then when no like when it's just when i'm just listening i just like either start drawing something or i look at myself sydney powell and flynn are at this faith and freedoms conference tonight Oh, good. Roger's favorite person is Sydney Powell. He Trump? loves her. Oh, oh, this is nice. Sydney Powell told the Faith and Freedoms Conference tonight that when fraud is shown, Trump will be reinstated as president with a new inauguration. I'm yeah, sure. That's just another name for the Ku Klux Klan. That's, that's, that's not going to happen, works. guys. That's not how that's governments those, work. <laughs> there's all clan meetings. No, what they're hoping... Who's watching TV in the background? Turn that down. I can hear it. Please. <laughs> everyone. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. Except I'm catching a high-pitched whine so there. We're still talking about the whole election thing, like, six months uh, after the election. Uh, oh, please. And then Flynn, Flynn keeps calling the... Now they're saying Flynn is there, and he says that Trump is, is the president. Biden is only the... What is yeah. that? Uh, there's there, there, there three counts in Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin now. And so, Again, what the hell does any of this? God, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> just, They're all crazy. Crack. Wholesale denial crack. of reality. It's killing me. That, it's the setup. It's cult. It's how cults work. It is the setup. That's just going to continue. This shirt is supposed to zip up all the way and be like a turtleneck with like a little keyhole here. But um, ever since I've been a child, I can't handle turtleneck. And so I'm just going to leave it slightly unzipped. It's going to be a little slouchy. <laughs> I'm sure nobody will mind. Whatever, Felicia. Don't worry about it. Hey, I, I got some good news. This, this oh. is a large. Oh, I haven't been in a large in decades. <laughs> well, uh, I'm, I've got down from double X to just a single X. There you go. That's way to do it, man. <laughs> I because the gym opened up again. I actually per posted my first uh, video to RR Lush YouTube, and uh, it's me trying uh, stretching for my splits. It is mostly to be horny. Like, so if you're not, if, <laughs> but uh, I I did show my right leg front split, and uh, I'm nearly I'm nearly where I was. Like, I'm nearly back to my split. So, well, a bit more work on that stretching, and I should get there, no problem. Like, I'm really, I, I really thought I was going to be much further away than I was. So Earlier I'm this excited. week, you showed me that they have naked yoga on YouTube. Yes, they do, and it's, a, it's, it's allowed. I mean, it gets taken down often, but, like, it's within community guidelines. YouTube allows naked yoga. It's but yet, they came after us for being harassing. For harassing. Which, which we're saying, oh, God, how can you guys possibly believe this stupid thing? And they're like, oh, you said the S word to us. We're offended. We don't like that. <laughs> Dumb. And, and then you see the um, YouTube clips of bodybuilders posing in their posing suits. And the posing suits keep getting shorter all the time. I mean, I it's going to be G-strings eventually. I mean, most oh. a, a lot of them are already. 
<laughs> Joe, I see your eyebrows going up over there. I it's, mean, you I know. I don't think I don't that care. nudity is is inherently pornographic. So, Oh, that leads us a good segue to all the Puritans. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all of you Puritans, the Pride is not a corporate event. So if you're worried about your kids seeing something, don't go. <laughs> uh, sex is not bad, actually. And uh, sexuality is not bad. I understand that there are certain sex things that probably should be reserved for, for someone of a certain maturity level. Uh, however, uh, just seeing sexualized things in a public space does not mean that it's harmful to children. And this, these kinds of attitudes are the same things that, uh, uh, that have been used against queer people forever. Like, that's the reason why it was supposed to be bad is somebody think of the children. And, uh, yeah, no, um, you see, uh, a ball gag won't hurt it. Seeing a ball gag, like seeing an adult wear a ball gag is not going to harm a child. You, if, if they have questions, they'll ask. And you, and if you take your kids, you should answer those questions. And, uh, most of the time, they're not going to ask. And if they're teenagers, they should have a safe space. To learn about healthy sexuality, which pride is. What was the meme that I sent you a little bit earlier where Natalie Wynn was talking yeah. about? Guys, the solution is simple. No gays at pride. This is no a family event. <laughs> Just one big Lockheed Martin float flanked on all sides by cops armed to the teeth and ready to stomp a drag queen. <laughs> exactly. Hey, the, the pride festival in West Hollywood is now, it's, it's like just a big corporate it's become just like the Rose Parade. It's yeah. like corporation isn't sponsoring a float. Oh, once yeah. once they see a place where they can sink their hooks into, like we can make oh. money off this these people. Yeah, it's gonna once it became on. profitable, it became a corporatized event. We call it rainbow capitalism, and it sucks because these companies will come out to Pride and they will they'll do these things. But the thing is that these companies are still doing the same kinds of discriminatory things against queer people, LGBTQ plus people that they've always been doing. But now They're we have still, rainbow colors, but now they have rainbow colors and like, <laughs> and uh, yeah, people who uh, don't fit the heteronormative standards of sexuality are still very much discriminated against. And, and there's like, it's still like these companies still do it and like i fucking i swear like there's there's uh weapons manufacturers will fucking go to pride parades and then <laughs> cops in rainbow cars as if cops were not the ones that were like yeah the, we're not the, the reason pride exists cars. is because of fucking cops messing with the queer community mm -hmm. <laughs> what <laughs> cops have no place and i don't care if it's like oh we've changed we now have gay cops it's like yeah, yeah. Go there without your uniform. Go there as as someone from that community because they're using they're using their fellow brothers in blue, and I say that with such massive air quotes that it's suffocating <laughs> as a prop. Yeah. Look, and we got one. Look, we could we we can be here. We got yeah. one. 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 <laughs> There's and, and the one. There's one LAPD still targeted. Like, uh, especially, say, uh, trans consensual sex workers are particularly targeted by the police. And, and I know that people will be like, oh, they don't choose which laws they enforce. No, I know they don't. That's why all cops are bastards. 
<laughs> uh, as yeah. uh, as Cena, let's see, Salon says prop and shield. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, but it's remember, Kellogg's does have a rainbow cereal out on the markets here. Oh, I, I, yeah, I honestly all. do want some of that, but I can't eat any of that shit anymore. <laughs> no, you're not alone. Well, it's, it's like they're coming out with the. Uh, shows, you know. They're coming out with the uh, all the monsters cereals, like all together in one box now. Yeah, and it's I the saw monster that. mash, and I'm like, of course, the one year I quit cereal, and it's. <laughs> Now it's going to be there. No, that's fine. I'm probably never going to have a bowl of that shit again. It's just, it's not good for me. It's, I'm not saying for anybody else. I just know for me it's not good because it's never just one bowl. <laughs> it's never know. just no one thing. cocktail. It's never just one donut. <laughs> it's always one, one bowl of sugar pops and Mr. Meter gets mad. <laughs> I don't, I don't eat a lot of sugar. <laughs> right. Good on you. Switched over to Stevia. It's not. Sweet has an emote now. He says, My face is now an emote. And he put it up in the chat. That's interesting. Uh, Let's see. Do I have the. It says I have the chats widget up and the alerts widget up, but I'm not seeing any chats going on. I just. I, I have no more patience for anyone who is like, the Democratic Party is trying to do a $15 minimum wage. They're trying. To do this infrastructure bill, I they're mean, trying to do some vaguely progressive-ish things, and I'm like, "But you see, there's Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin." I'm like, "Then do then the party should do something about them. Do something about it." My personal favorite excuse is, "You can't get someone more progressive elected in West Virginia." I'm like, "The fuck you can't throw money at it." Yeah. Ah, but you see. That would piss off the corporate donors to the Democratic Party because they get a lot of those too. Yeah. yeah. And then just remember in 20 when Paula Jean swearing and it was a Bernie ba- Bernie Bernie backer got the West Virginia Democratic Senate nomination. She got slaughtered. She didn't even get 29% of the vote in West Virginia. Um but she also didn't have the backing of the party. No, she did not. Which that's, is stupid. That's my point, is that um, the West Virginians uh, very much support the $15 minimum wage. Yes. They support a lot of progressive policies. Uh, um, you know, like you Medicare know, for All is really popular, and it's pretty easy to sell people on. Well, and a lot and of the so, labor like, movements could, came from minors, guys. A lot of the major well, like labor efforts came from minors, hey, you know? Hey. Grandma and Grandpa Bacon were organizing the steel workers union. It was the mine workers union that came in with the organizers and the money and, back and the lawyers. Yep. And, and so now West Virginia is now a right to work state. <laughs> Grandpa was rolling up in his grave. That Democratic Party loyalists are going to vote for a progressive candidate no matter what. And if the Democratic Party puts the money behind a more progressive candidate, they're going to win. We know what wins elections more often than not. Money. And it's fucking money. Money, 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 money. Like, it just is. <laughs> and the Democratic Party refuses to push, put anyone in there who will be more progressive. They make this choice. It is a choice of the party. 
They know what they're doing. I've done, okay, and I don't want to hear anyone sit there and tell me about political fundraising because I've done political fundraising. I'm telling you right now, they are just as dependent on wealthy money and corporate money as the Republicans, okay? It's just that the Republicans, they just get plausible deniability with the Republicans by being like, well, we want to tax them more, but we just can't. They get just as much they support. They get just as much. 60 votes, Felicia. They don't need the six. Yeah, that, the filibuster, filibuster wasn't a thing. Why? Why is? Why, why are we holding on to this stupid minority rule bullshit? You know, um, because it serves the interest of power. Yep. Yeah. And we, funny, oh gosh, gee willikers, we tried. Actually, people who come from positions of power from before them. they come from wealthy families and they come from corporate. In, they come from corporate money. They come from old money. Even in the Democratic Party, these are people who come from the ruling class. And then they get elected to Congress, and suddenly they're not that interested in shaking up the fucking status quo. Huh. Yeah, Funny. Well, because once you get in, it's real easy to ride for the yeah. rest of your life <laughs> in and that someone position. like AOC, she won because... She uh, booted a motherfucker out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that he sucked, and well, yeah. she door knocked. And I'm sorry, like, there is, there is one thing that you can do in certain areas, and that's door knock. Yeah, as a member a of the really house, strong ground yes. game. Yeah, member of the house and local politics, absolutely. But when it comes to senators, no, <laughs> it's not. It's so hard. It is so hard. But the Democratic Party itself absolutely could commit to progressive candidates. They could commit to progressive change. They don't. They choose not to. Uh, Felicia, you're forgetting something very important about all of this. Oh, <laughs> the Democrats aren't progressive. No, they're not. The most left. They are just a very slightly right of center. Yes, it's they like are. what I say to my uh, relatives. I always like to compare U.S. politics to Spanish politics. And the problem with U.S. politics is the Democratic Party have is left. like the populist party in Spain. Yeah. And right. the populist party in Spain is the most right wing establishment political party in Spain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and- no, we vaguely center left. Uh, but the thing is that the, this this current under this current administration, the Democratic Party is liking they're they're trying to make a lot of noise about uh, how they are the most progressive party ever. They're, they're, this is the most progressive agenda ever. Instead and, of the uh, the reality, which is out of the two choices. <laughs> yeah, out of the two choices, and and like that's the thing is that no, they're they're really not. Uh, they have what they 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 say progressive things like that uh policing uh, there's like systemic racism exists and we need to do things to address that and that our democracy is under threat from republicans and we need to do something about that and also cost of living has gotten just too expensive and we need to do something about that and they'll say we must do something and then they don't do it nancy (laughs) pelosi herself has done things like tweet like spread the word some republican is undermining democracy and it's like then do something nancy you're the person we spread the word to. <laughs> Do something. But no, let's keep making her president or leader of the house. Let's just go ahead yeah. and keep doing that. Speaker, yeah. yeah. Speaker so, of the house. Like, this is why I say, like. Let's let, let, let's let Chuck Schumer, that feckless asshole, be the uh, the majority leader in the Senate. Okay. Only, only because and he's I been just, around long enough, you know. And I just keep saying, like, this is exactly why we need to stop. Stop pretending like electoral politics is enough. It's not. No. What we need to be doing is is making fucking noise, creating creating discomfort for those in in the ruling class. I'm talking strike. I am talking protest. Like 
like blocking. I'm talking blocking the goddamn steps to the Capitol. And yes, that does mean you're going to get arrested. And I know that's really hard, but like, honestly, what are we, what are we doing anymore? Like so many people are, they like, they're, 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 they're not able to even get by in this system. Like people are out of jobs, uh, where there are jobs, they're miserable and they cannot bring themselves to work anymore. Oh, Hey, how about that one that I shared with you? How about the one I shared with you where it was a you pay internship? I'm able to verify that. There are there are ones like that. I've seen ones where this one guy's put into I mean it's it's Reddit, so I mean how honest could it actually be? But the, right. this person pays fifteen thousand dollars um like in his currency a month to for the for the internship that he's doing so that he has like an insurance policy just in case something breaks, you know. Wait, what? Yeah, it's ridiculous. He pays out of his own pocket for uh, for the internship because it's a Where really is he good job. That money? Wow. I don't know. I, I, mommy, I, how, mommy and daddy. how, I bet you it is something like that. I bet you it's a political office kind of thing or, uh, some, I don't know, but paying for paying your, you paying a company to do work, do labor is insanity. <laughs> I mean, and the people that when that were talking about that one that I shared with you, the screenshot that I shared with you, they had it right because they were they were like, okay, well, if I'm going to be if I'm paying you to do work, all my work is going to be to fuck up your work, you know. So it's like, <laughs> oh, you want me to do data entry? How about I do data deletion? Let's do that. Yep. <laughs> and of course, all the boomers are putting out all the memes, and I'm not saying all boomers. I mean, just saying that the ones putting out the about how the nobody with the boom- feel yeah the ones that the have boomer the, attitude rather than the boomer generation right. i apologize for my brethren <laughs> oh, please i'm a baby boomer it's too. the women too though bob that's what i'm saying <laughs> but the uh the the ones coming out and like the mcjobs kind of thing where it's like oh you're gonna you want 17 dollars to flip burgers and it's like yeah yeah that's minimum just to live working yeah, just man. one job you know just to flip burgers and 15 bucks will not get you a decent apartment anywhere. No, it needs to be anywhere. 22. Yeah. It's got to be more than that. Or, or we tax the rich insane amount. We take all of their wealth and bring the cost of living way down. You see, that is an option. That's the thing we could do too. Is well, that if we, if we take or, away you know, most the, of their money, the state cost of living do comes down. Eminent domain on rental houses and. And well, rental properties. Frankly, I, I'm abolish landlords. I'm, I'm more and more and more into a maximum wage. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not I opposed to a maximum wage if we're going to do capitalism. Yeah, but the problem is they're going to set the rule themselves. So maximum wage is, you know, I can make fifty million dollars a year. Oh no, I my, my thing. Hey, tie it to eighty percent of the salary of the president, and if you can't live on three hundred twenty thousand bucks. Hey, tighten your belt like everybody else. But Joe, that will drive all of them to move out of the country. <laughs> that only that only might be one super words for that. Bye bye. <laughs> don't give a shit. We don't need them. We do not need the wealthy. We don't actually need the wealthy. Yeah, like so I, I don't want to be too. Uh, uh, American exceptionalism is on its death. It's on its death knells right now because it, we are quickly facing the fact that we are doing, we're following in the footsteps of the UK, that we lost oh, yeah. all global position when it came to being a world power on things. Like they are now sycophant to 
us essentially. I mean, because the they don't they don't have the power that they used to have as as the it's more like Russia. We're headed toward total collapse. Oh, my my friends in in Europe, they just sit there, and now the U.S. is just considered to be a joke. Yes, yeah, because we can't get our shit together. We can't have a government that functions for more than two we years at a time. Have, <laughs> for more than a year at a time, because we're too busy rerunning have, for fucking office every other year. Every other we have, year, we have seventy million crazy people. We don't even have universal health care. No, I never will. Oh, you know, not my life, not my lifetime, anyway. But we got got Jesus, and we got guns. No, we got guns we got Jesus, man. Guns and Jesus, man. That's we, what we but need. we don't no, have we Jesus, though. We have we have conservative Jesus. We don't. Have... We don't. But even that's declining. Like <laughs> even the Jesus shit is on the way decline. Like wait, was it less than half Americans are actually a member of a religion now? But there's that, that there's that church that worships guns. Combine the two, and you know, oh, yeah, perfection. Oh, thanks for the uh, the Prime subscription there, one Wanadian. Thank you so much. X, I miss you. I hate. I don't like this recording. This studio is sad with nobody in it. This sad. I was gonna drink liquors with you and have fun. And (laughs) I know the energy is so much better in person. I was really looking forward to tonight. Clearly, I spent two hours on my face. I'm just glad I'm not home. We'll get to that when we get to the recording the episode. I'm just (laughs) nothing. Uh, nothing. uh, Let's see. Think Canadian with a W. Oh, one Canadian. Okay, got it. There we go. To say sleeping it. on the sleeping on the couch. No, 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 no. Okay, no trouble in paradise. It's nothing like that. Uh, it's just, okay. uh, you know what? Fuck it. We'll, we'll talk about it now. It'll it'll limp us over yeah. the finish line of finishing the episode. Uh, my air conditioner's broken. Oh no! <laughs> the club. Oh god! <laughs> Two weeks ago, mine's but, running just fine. But now that doesn't help. I am a senior citizen, and under the city of Los Angeles rent control, I now can get. Certain things that I couldn't get before. Now I got a new air conditioner and didn't have to pay for it. Why? Why do we have to wait for someone to be a senior citizen for that? Why can't we? Why do you have to wait to be sixty-five to get Medicare? Take the budget from the police. Just (laughs) wait. Budget from the police. Give air conditioning to everybody. I guarantee crime's going to go down. It will. I guarantee fucking fucking will. Hey, how about we paint the roads white instead of having them be blacktop and it'll keep the temperatures down as well. And people will be a little bit happier about that because we just keep on insisting on putting blacktop everywhere. That Yeah, there's so many things we could do to just bring temperatures down naturally. And we just don't No, So there was a plan, there was, there was a plan to make uh, highways in, into a solar absorber. Yeah, uh, that's. That's still a thing. It's not. Are we talking about solar roadways? That's never going to happen, yeah. guys. Oh, I can understand putting solar farms in the like the median of like the interstate, or use that as farming area if if they ever would. But I don't oh, yeah. think we're ever going to see solar roads. But there was uh, something very interesting this week when three energy companies. Oh, they got their asses trouble. handed to them. <laughs> they, they ran into. They ran into some. The Hague, the Hague came down on fucking Exxon, Chevron. Came down on Chevron. I mean, no, they came down on Shell. Shell, there you go, Royal Shell. That's what it was. Mobile Exxon had a shareholders revolt. Damn. So they have to cut emissions. They have to cut emissions to by forty percent in the next like eight years. 
Yeah, they they threw out incumbent directors at Chevron, which was the old Standard Oil yeah. at California, and Mobil Exxon, and that's used to be Standard Oil in New York and Standard Oil in New Jersey. They threw out the they threw out several in, several um, incumbent yeah. directors. Yeah, yeah, but is, is that just for show, or is that actually going to do? Well, something? they 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 even passed stockholder resolutions for Chevron and uh, Mobil Exxon. Well, to reduce, to move over to green energy. But wait and see. Yeah. I mean, I hope. I mean, I was actually looking at the the <laughs> Ford electric truck. I can, I'll never be a truck guy, so that's not going to happen. But it's, I was just looking at it, and I'm like, that's actually really impressive for the price. But still. yeah, and, and the thing is, you can you can charge it in your home, and if your power goes out. You could draw the power from the truck. If you have the right equipment to do so. Yes. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bunch of asterisks under that one right there. <laughs> yeah, but but you could still run an extension cord out to the truck and power your fridge. <laughs> Pretty cool, though. Yeah, I mean, it is neat. I, mean, I was just look. I'm looking at something new in a year from now. And so it's like, oh, who's got an electric car that I want to get? And it's like Tesla, 70,000 fucking dollars. I'm like, nope, don't have, yeah. I can't afford that. How about Audi? Nope, $70,000 there too. And it's like, well, Ford is like 40. And I'm like, I can afford that payment. Yeah, there's always the Mach E. What's that? It's, uh, those are the bad guys on Star Trek uh, Voyage. No, the Mustang Mach E. No, Mustang. no, 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 dude, no, no. American, I don't buy American most of the time. I honestly don't. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I, and it's not, not for any like, I hate American cars or anything. I love most, my Subaru. Most of them they're are virtually, way, virtually no different. way too fucking plasticky on the inside. Way too plastic. I love my Subaru. I just Subaru, makes a, Subaru makes a good car. They do. So, uh, yeah, I've got a Subaru Legacy now, and I fucking love it. I had a Subaru, and I loved it. Yeah. Until I totaled it. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I might not total too, but... <laughs> it hey, that seems to be a problem with Subarus. <laughs> no, what? No, it was... Oh, no, well, no, Kerry they Jackson fold, totaled fold. his, too, so that's the only reason I... <laughs> they fold up real good against big American steel. <laughs> I, they're they're really nice. Uh, they're safe in rollover, where like a lot of like uh, SUVs aren't. You know, um, they're reliable. They're reliable. They they run great. They're they're easy. Like they're just nice cars to have. They're very utilitarian, if you ask me. Like they're not super fancy. They're center of the road. So looking at just looking at different cars out there because I need something electric. But uh, to get back to the point, my fucking air conditioning is dead. And yeah, we had a guy come okay. out to look at it on Thursday. And when he looked at it, he's like, well, it could be this or it could be this. I'm going to do this one now because I have the parts. And if it's not this one, I'll have to be back on Tuesday with the other. No! Parts. Is that central air? Yeah. Oh, oh that's going to cost you. Well, he changed the it's the it's the damn condenser thing on the outside of the house compressor condenser whatever you want to call it that it does the heat exchange for the freon. Yeah. Yeah. And he says it's either the capacitor which kicks on the fan which is what the problem is. The fan's not running as much as it should. Or it's the fan itself and he changed the one thing, it didn't fix it, so it's the fucking fan. So <laughs> 500 fucking dollars out of my pocket later, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather have a, an expert do it, but it, it, it's kind of funny when you're like, uh, you, when the expert comes over and I'm like, it's not that part, it's this thing. 
I've watched it. I look it. like a damn vampire now that the sun is set and I've just got this <laughs> got white this light on light. me. I look like a vampire. So it's been 78, 75 degree nights in the bedroom and we try, no! we have fans on and it's just fucking hot. <laughs> it's like, I can't stand it. Uh, oh, can't fucking please. Stand it. Hot makes you irritable. Oh man, when I was a kid, we had window fans in all the bedrooms and dad insisted that they had to be set to blow out instead of in. So yeah. There, and the and the sheets would be sticking to me all the time. Really? <laughs> oh, humidity? Do you have a swamp? Did you have a swamp cooler? No. Oh. And in Pennsylvania, it you get humidity. Oh, you can't do swamp cooler there. It's a it's a wet heat. Yeah, we have a swamp cooler, and uh, we our fans are set to blow out. And I swear, I uh, the other night it was so chilly that I made Roger turn it off because like, and it it was way <laughs> less cold. It was so cold, like just turning it to to off. Not blow in because like I didn't need cold air from the outside, but like that shit works, <laughs> and we have it blowing out, and it's it works. It wouldn't be so bad if we had bedrooms like in the basement or like on the main level, right. but on our on our upstairs, it's just ball boiling hot all Ooh, night long. That's so hot. <laughs> I can't sleep in seventy five degrees, and I get cold. I prefer to sleep in a chillier room though, because uh, I can layer up. I don't uh, ugh, sleeping in a warm room. That's rough. So uh, let's no. see. The shade says seductive vampire. That seems like that's something for Roger only or people on Felicia's OnlyFans. Which you can go uh-huh. <laughs> I thought that's been rattling around in my brain meets. What's that? Mm. I always wondered if the climate catastrophe that we're facing was inevitable based on the amount of fossil fuel burned during the industrial revolution. Um, not from the evidence I've seen. It's no, that because we've had opportunities to go away from fossil energies, but those companies really like money way times. too much. <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake, the, the oil industry itself or the gas industry itself, um, petroleum, uh, they knew 30 years ago that oh. going to kill the planet and they suppressed that. Like 30 years ago, they knew this. Yeah. I'm sorry, 50 years ago, they knew yeah. what was happening. And they we could have changed course then and we would have been okay. Like we would have been fine. But uh and 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 like X said, we had emerging technologies that would have made like we would, Yeah, the electric car. We, have adjusted. <laughs> we had but that profit. around we had that over a hundred years ago. <laughs> yep, but we chose not to. Yeah, profit. just like Jimmy Carter put the Solar panels on the White House, and then old prune face took them away. Like, don't get me wrong, the Industrial Revolution was bad, but like, it it did not create an inevitable situation. It just didn't. We had the chances. We still we do, technically. Yep. Yeah. No, we don't. It, 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 it's too late <laughs> now. It is not technically too late yet. <laughs> well, I saw yeah. I saw a funny comment. Would require dismantling the entirety of capitalism. Like I said, it's too late now. The problem is right now, uh, like I always like to use the analogy of medicine. Back in the back in the sixties, our choices were between surgery and chemo, and now our choices are between I don't know stem cell um, therapy and other things. And- probably, probably like different kinds of opiates. Like our choices now <laughs> are like oxys and Percocets. <laughs> Well, that, well, coming coming from my oral cancer, it was it was um, ooh, it was lots of um, milk of gamma the poppy. Radi- 
It was gamma radiation from a gamma knife. To kill I guess her. I don't understand the metaphor because medicine is definitely better now. What I'm saying is but we, we have, have less choice before and now our choices are between it's terminal. It's going to kill us. What are we going to do to blunt the pain? We're, we're in hospice right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, again, technically, no. <laughs> Come on, join us. No, don't, don't. There's no future. <laughs> it's like I shouldn't have had kids. Damn it. <laughs> technically. Don't breathe or no reason. We could do it. If we dismantled the entirety of ca- global capitalism. You won't be able, you can't you won't be able to do that without a war. Without a war, honey? No, several <laughs> wars. Uh oh, I don't want to be I don't want to No, be that's a, okay. Nature's nature's taking its course right now and it's making us less it's fertile. Capitalism's ending one way or another, is all I'm saying. <laughs> the sad part it, it, is I think capitalism is going to end after we go extinct. Oh I don't want to support this. Uh, Moving on. Moving on. I try to I try to support hope. (laughs) You know, revolution or something. I don't know. I've I've just gone a lot more. I'm on the platform. I've got I've got to try. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like Pat Paulson said, I used to be a pessimist before I gave up. (laughs) The shade says, but Felicia. Dismantle capitalism. Think of the billionaires. Do you want them to be less billionaire? Very yeah. much so. <laughs> entirely, entirely not billionaire. In fact, I've been slowly indoctrinating myself on the kid, my kids on the way to school when I'm talking to them about uh, the systems of everything because I'm like, let's talk about billionaires for a minute, kids. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, we could massively reduce, or not massively, but we could have a, a, a huge impact on carbon emissions if we just uh, killed all the rich because <laughs> they take up way more. Hang car- on, like hang they on. put way uh, more carbon we are in not, the atmosphere. We are not invoking threatening. In, in- my, I'm just saying because we uh, are on Twitch now and they have a different TOS, so we're not actually saying do this no, thing, you know. And we not. can't play the Rudy Giuliani defense and saying that was hyperbole. No one should have taken me serious on that. Hypothetically, if right. we just and all of the rich are gone, they got too much security anyway. Five million dollar net worth. If every one of them are gone, um, we could actually pretty significantly reduce the carbon uh, emissions because. The rich use way, 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 way more than everyone else. Well, uh, you gotta keep their ten mansions heated, dear. You know, and their private jets. And, and what the, about their yachts? yachts? And their yachts. And their and yachts, yachts to get and, to and their and other and yachts. And their service yachts to the main yacht. Yeah, and the twenty <laughs> and the twenty Rolls Royces. You know, exactly. And, and so, Sweet, Sweet makes a point: uh, getting rid of the rich will do nothing without restructuring the political economy because someone Absolutely. else will just take their place. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's always. I mean, answer. I'm just an anarchist, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I can just imagine. Oh, by the way, Rogers got me. Okay, so I watched. Uh, I don't know if people know this, but when you have PTSD, uh, you tend to have a lot of memory loss from the things that caused your trauma. You're like, oh yeah, so, fuck. <laughs> so I don't remember huge trunk chunks of my marriage. Like just. Just huge chunks are gone. Um, the movie Fido, it's a zombie oh, movie. Oh, yeah, you talked about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah, back, yeah. I, I said I did not, I'd never seen it. Then we put it on, and all of a sudden, I'm in the middle of a fucking trigger. Um, 
but uh, we're we're Roger put on Sons of Anarchy, and I was like, okay, this could trigger me because I know I've seen it. I don't remember a goddamn thing, <laughs> and I don't. I, don't I watched the entire. You're not alone series. because I've seen it, but I'm watching it, and like they're called the Sons of Anarchy because the founder was a fucking for real anarchist, and like what the like first season they 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 like they quote Emma Goldman. You know, like, no feminism, like, Emma Goldman. Yeah. Like, oh, with anarchistic philosophy. That's nice. And then like, it goes oh, off the rails. Cool. <laughs> oh. So now I'm having fun because it's got like real anarchistic philosophy in it. When I heard Emma Goldman quote, I ran into the room because I was doing my makeup. I was like, Roger, Roger. She <laughs> Roger. is like one of like the found, like, she's yep. one of like the fundamental philosophers for anarchistic political philosophy like she's one of the big deals she's one of the big she was like she was like like anarcho-feminism it started with emma goldman okay like this is a big deal <laughs> and like she's being just just being quoted just being quoted in sense of anarchy i'm like well hello <laughs> oh, so don't get uh, don't get too used to it though because it doesn't stick with that kind of stuff throughout and great and great grandpa knew emma goldman back when he was in the socialist party along with her before Wilson decided to trigger the Palmer raids and destroy Who? the party. Who is it, Joe? Huh? What what name did you say? What who? Emma Goldman. Who my named Emma Goldman? Yeah, my great grandfather. He was uh, in the Socialist Party with her. Uh, that totally tracks, yeah. She was from Lithuania. She died in nineteen forty. That tracks. Yeah. Brad, man. But, That's but fucking he, Brad. He Goldman? My great-grandpa was marched with her. My great-grandpa was in the Socialist Party with her. I can't wait for one day in the future. Where That's right. Like, you were in the studio with the Utah Outcast? What? <laughs> no, my great-grandfather, he was a Republican until 1910. And they, they made him the fall guy for a scandal in Congress. In fact, he was the postmaster for the House of, for the Congress. And he got kicked out. They made him the fall guy. And he became a socialist. And he got involved with the Socialist Party with Debs, Emma, Emma Goldman, and, uh, oh, uh, let me try and remember the congressman from Wisconsin who was a socialist. And there was a couple socialists from New York. And in Pennsylvania, there was a Darlington Hoops, who was um, the, the so leader of the Socialist Party in the Pennsylvania legislature. Felicia, you're muted if you're trying to talk. I actually didn't realize. Victor Berger. I just read a couple of her essays. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, fucking rad, man. Like, I'm just trying to remember. She was, she's like one of like, she's legit. Yeah, so, but she got caught up in the Palmer raids along with Victor Berger. Oh, that tracks, yeah. Uh, and Sweet says that, uh, the Republicans were socialists back then, you know. Were they? Not, not really. Well, the, the, you could talk like Teddy the Roosevelt and his progressivism, which sort of, sort of was more radical than Wilson. Yeah, Grandma. Well, now Grandma. They've always been might makes right, you know. <laughs> Grandma worked in the Nazi party when Wilson was president, and. Uh, she remembered the day when Wilson just simply purged all people of color out of the civil service. For sure. So 
Republic. Okay, I understand we talk about the like the so southern. Swede backs it up. Sorry, about. let me let me just bring this in. Swede says that yes, they were their platform was written by Marx, and it wasn't until the twenties that they abandoned that platform. I'm sorry, the Republicans, Marx, what? In in nineteen in eighteen sixty four, the um, International endorsed Abraham Lincoln for reelection. Yeah, yeah sweet. Send Lincoln us a link. I, I want to. I want to read up on this. That's... I'm not aware of because there was a very strong socialist party. Yeah. From from about Cleveland were, from about eighteen nineteen twenty, and it revived. Well, yeah, guys, we we know it's before the. I'm answering chat out there. Yes, we know it's before the the Southern. Uh, what the hell they call it? The, the Southern strategy. The Southern yeah, strategy we understand record. that. Yeah. No, the Republican Party had a more progressive bent for a certain amount of time. However, they were never, ever socialist. Like, there, there's a huge difference there. Not saying the Democrats were, but the Democratic Party in the North had far more uh, labor, like, support. They weren't socialist. However, there were, like... Or social Democrats within the Democrat Party Sweet. in the North. Sweet, do in some studying South. on this, and we'll bring you on, and we could talk about this one of these. Yeah, days, this is so. a whole with, topic. But yeah, no, with the Republicans, Republicans, we're not ever socialists. Like Abraham with Lincoln, Repu- not the, the, clo- the closest Republicans came to any kind of labor legislation was like the Norris LaGuardia Act, where they eliminated yellow dog contracts. Okay, I think it's a bit of a long. A long call to say that the Republicans were socialists, but we're talking about the mid um, 19th century when Karl Marx and Engels are fomenting ideas that would lead to the theories of communism and socialism. And at that time, there was a lot of crossover. I mean, Abraham Lincoln and Karl Marx were sending fan letters to each other. I hadn't heard that one. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, there, there was. There was huge admiration between them. That doesn't I mean, necessarily mean that the Republican Party was socialist, socialist yeah. but they certainly had a lot of ideals. They liked the philosophy in yeah, with like, what would fascists who like co-ops. No. Like, were, like there were fascists who yeah, like they had, they had, so. That's it. There were a lot of ideals that were being shared by what would develop into the Republican Party um, manifesto <laughs> that right. was shared by what would become communism and what would become socialism. And a lot of the people who were fomenting those ideas were in communication, but that's not the same thing as them all being socialist. To make it clear that socialistic philosophy, uh, including anarchistic and state socialism and everything, these things were ideas before Marx. Yeah. Well, okay. They were influenced by socialists who, who existed before. However, they took a new, they, they they did a different observational process on it. That's like one that anyone could have figured out. Well, not anyone, but like it was observable. Like yeah. it was something that you could just look at the evidence and observe. And they just wrote it down. But like they weren't the first socialists. Not right, even but close. Absolutely. And we're talking about a time, for example, when um, in Britain, people like Cadbury's and Fry's who were um, Methodist owners of chocolate factories who were capitalists, but they were also building the way they treated their workers around socialist principles. Yeah. That did not include their their workers owning the factory, but it did include <laughs> principles of socialism in terms of how people should be treated, sharing of, 
of community practices and things like that. So I it gets complicated. Dis- I have some disagreements with that. I have some disagreements with that with that understanding. See, uh, there, there weren't were socialists. They weren't socialists. That. They adopted were- some principles. Some, but see, they were adopting they the some big ones. principles <laughs> in order to preserve. They were adopting those principles in order to preserve their place in the power structure so, and in order to actually, preserve capitalism. Actually, as I understand it, they were adopting it because of a, they considered it to be a religious duty. They approved oh. of capitalism, but capitalists had to be good Christians, and the way good Christians could be good Christians and capitalists is you adopt a whole lot of socialist principles. Okay, so that could still well, be you know, because Jesus would have been yeah. a socialist. You know? I see what you're saying. Yeah. Because okay. ideally, yes, the, the teachings of Jesus, if people consider themselves true Christians and follow the teachings of Christ and not the, the well, then again, he has the this part. There's some really interesting, there's some interesting disagreement there because a lot of anarchists reject, reject uh, myself included, reject the idea of charity and Christianity, including Christ, is big on the concept of charity. And uh, so, like, that's a that's a different topic, not generosity, by the way. There's a difference between charity and generosity. Amongst anarchists, but my uh, but my my talking about Christianity before Paul took it took a hold of it and fucked it all up was a matter right. of you know get rid of everything you have. You're not supposed to own anything if it makes you above other people. You know. Oh, certainly there are socialistic or at least um, more equitable interpretations <laughs> of a society under Christianity that one could do. Now, but also keep in mind uh, this is the same Jesus I'm talking about here that drove wine off of a cliff because he put demons in him, cursed at a fig tree because it wasn't bearing fruit. And in the wrong other, season, many other silly stories, you know? <laughs> so, uh, sweet does have a couple of more good points and we're going to move off of this because we're going to go to break here in a couple of minutes. He said, read Lincoln's second part of his initial state of the union about how capital held privately is evil. But well, did he do anything about it? That's the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's famous Cooper union speech too, where he was, where he was fully pro-labor and then he says Engels and Marx were some of the first to break away from the utopian socialists so. what the hell is I hear this all the time utopian socialists well there were, this, is there were call, this is what they call anarchists and I find well, it insulting mm-hmm. yeah there were, there were <laughs> sweet means well. he, he's, in, in he's a syndicalist like, so. like, but they were sort of based in religion like the Amana colonies in Iowa the harmonists in Pennsylvania the Pennsylvania Dutch in the eastern part of the state who had some kind of pseudo or proto socialism. As far as Abe Lincoln talking about private ownership and everything, that's fine. However, he did believe black people were inferior Mm -hmm. and he was like a massive racist, which, you know, um, kind of fits under eugenicists, which does not fit under socialist philosophy or evidence. So, like, uh, I'm just saying, like, Lincoln, socialist, mm, color me skeptical. Mabrit or Mabrit out in chat said the United Order would be a good example of uh, utopian socialism. And I don't know what the United Order is. United, sorry, I, my I, ignorance I, is showing on this. I'm sorry so. I'm not familiar with the entirety of leftist movements. <laughs> How dare you? No, but thank you. Thank you guys so much for the stuff out yeah. in the chat. So I, I really yeah. do appreciate yeah. it. It helps keep the show moving along. So, no, it, that was actually oh. really useful. And I would very much, uh, you guys ever want to like send me a dm on twitter with some of this information so i can remember to check it tomorrow because we're going to talk about a lot tonight 
that would actually be really helpful for me. Yeah, so I'm sweet. Uh, I know that I know that the the that Twitch was eating up all of your links that you're putting out there. Sorry, I should have told you that we don't I don't allow links whenever people are in chat. So uh, I can't hit hit me up on DM. So yes, uh, I do want the information you're sharing. I do. Oh, I know you, but no, I really do. I would very much be interested in what you have to. United what, Order was the law of consecration practiced by Joseph Smith and Brigham Young. Yeah. The, there, there was also a. a <laughs> oh, by, uh, I have some arguments against them being socialist. Let me tell you. Well, when they first started, it was a uh-huh. great idea, but he also did also, he took more than he gave ever. He was a liar. <laughs> he probably would have talked about socialism, but you know what? Who else did that kind of shit? Fucking doctors. So, Everybody yeah. needs to pull their resources so I can take the most of them. <laughs> you do not sit here and tell me that Joseph Smith and Brigham Young were socialists. They might have used socialistic language in order to prop themselves up into power, but that is a common thing because socialism is actually super fucking appealing. That it, no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> and that's not direct. Absolutely that's not, not directed at people out in the chat. That's just directed at no. Fuck those two. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. Thank you for clarifying. No. Yeah, that's directed at just Smith, at and, Brigham Smith and Brigham Young because they were both monsters. So. But there is an yeah. interesting book that's written by a labor historian David Montgomery, which um, goes through Reconstruction and the Radical Republicans. It's called Beyond Equality, and he shows how the labor movement was encouraged by Radical Republicans during Reconstruction I'm not until gonna 1876 and. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need more time than this. I don't I'm not gonna remember it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So come back next week, guys, for more socialist chat because we'll have more of this. Uh, we got a silly show to do here in about ten minutes we or go. so. We're gonna we're gonna go to a quick little break. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you for the subscriptions to everybody that's that's been gifting yeah. those. So thank you so much for that. Uh we're gonna go to a quick little 10 minute break and we will resume the live stuff. Here in a bit, uh, for everybody else, you really should check us out on Patreon, and you should also check us out on the uh, on the podcast and all the other fun stuff, because you can get this whenever you want to listen to it via every fucking podcast service that you can think of. I've been working hard at that this week. So, uh, with that, I'm going to go to the 10-minute break, and I'm going to mute the audio. Be right back, guys. Mm-hmm. 